this is Mark Raven. Welcome to episode 156 of Lean Blog Audio. I'm back after uh, taking a bit of a, a break from the series for about a month, but I'm going to try to catch up on some blog posts from the past month or so, including this post that was published on September 1st, 2016. The headline says, this time the New England Journal of Medicine publishes something positive about lean. Now you might remember, uh, I don't know if it was a hubbub or a kerfuffle up over uh, the New England Journal of Medicine opinion piece that was written by Dr. Jerome Groupman and Dr. Pamela Hartsband. You can find a link uh, to their article, what they wrote, my reaction to it, and more by going to leanblog.org slash 156. So they were quite negative and dismissive about lean in a way I think that was actually pretty pretty unfair. But now the perspective section of the journal has published a piece titled the Hard Work of Healthcare Transformation by Dr. Richard Bomer. Um, so I encourage you to check it out. Dr. Bomer says, quote, government and regulators influence, or, or, end of quote, and I, I would say uh, add that they attempt to influence healthcare organizations through financial rewards and penalties, regulatory constraints, and attempts to encourage, quote, performance improvement activities through education, research, and measurement programs, end of quote. Now, I would add these approaches might help, but they aren't sufficient. Dr. Bomer points out that healthcare executives are often attracted to structural and governance type changes. These might include mergers and reorganizations. What he, what he calls moving boxes on the org chart and similar approaches may, as he says, appeal to boards, CEOs, and consultants because big changes can be made rapidly. But I would add these changes, again, might also be insufficient. I think that's a point he's making. What's required? Hard work. He writes, organizations' delivery of care is ultimately governed by structures and processes at the ward, clinic, or practice level. Now, lean is one of those methods that helps at this level of redesigning and improving the delivery of care. In the article, Dr. Bomer cites Virginia Mason Medical Center, one of the poster child organizations for the use of lean and Toyota production system methods and principles. As he says, they constantly make small-scale changes to their structures and processes over long periods. Well, that sounds like Kaizen or continuous improvement. And that classic Kaizen approach is basically described by Dr. Bomer when he writes that major change emerges from aggregation of marginal gains. As I've seen in my experience, these changes are undertaken by multidisciplinary teams, which is required since as the doctor writes, patients routinely cross so many intra and intra-organizational boundaries that no single designer can create a highly functioning microsystem. Now in Lean, we call that approach improving the value stream or the end-to-end -end patient flow, rather than just trying to improve every department, function, or silo. We're working and trying to improve, we're looking at the system, not just the pieces. Now Dr. Bomer writes of the hard truths of this approach to improvement as he adds, Teams often redesign local structures and processes despite the lack of senior support, adequate data, capital, or reimbursement system that rewards their efforts. Now, a lack of senior leader support is frequently cited as a barrier to improvement. I, mean, I think there's a balance to be found. Senior leaders shouldn't be diving into the details to give solutions for every problem, nor should they micromanage improvement efforts. But leaders have to create the environment and culture that allows improvement to happen. Executives need to be servant leaders, providing resources and breaking barriers when necessary. Dr. Bomer writes, and few redesigns get it 100% right the first time. 
In practice, healthcare transformation is a long series of local experiments. That's very true. I don't know of any approach to improvement that guarantees getting it 100% right the first time. In the PDSA, or Plan, Do, Study, Adjust approach to improvement, we're often happy with an initial 80% solution. We don't let perfect become the enemy of better, as they say. Now, in a culture of continuous improvement, we'll take 80% right and then build upon that to get closer and closer to 100% through continued experiments. 100% right is the goal, even if we realize we might never get there. Dr. Bomer suggests that there are seven essential organizational elements that support orchestrated team-based redesign, which I'll try to summarize and, again, see his article for more detail. And actually counted 11 elements that he said were important. So, um, and, and quoting him in most cases here. One, deploy many redesign teams concurrently, some permanent, some temporary. Two, redesign teams are typically led by clinicians, although managers are well represented. Three, they aim to improve the quality and the efficiency of care simultaneously, and the organizations see no conflict between those goals. Four, Invest heavily in leadership development, usually creating their own leadership programs rather than outsourcing them. Five, free leaders from some clinical duties to create sufficient time for this work. Six, transforming organizations have a routinized process, a standardized approach for change. Seven, internal support resources with specific improvement skills as opposed to relying only on external consultants. Eight, well-developed measurement systems for clinical and financial performance. And while the data is, imp is imperfect, they do the best they can with available information recognizing that data will improve over time. Nine, they treat design change as a test of concept rather than implementation of a known answer. As clinicians related to that, as, and I would add, so would a, a lean thinker. Ten. A senior oversight group is responsible for establishing teams, setting their priorities, monitoring their progress, addressing institutional barriers to change, and integrating multiple teams' work. And 11, transformers have invested in creating a widely understood set of unifying values and norms. Dr. Bomer says there are different frameworks out there, but quote, what's most important is not which model, lean manufacturing, continuous improvement, Six Sigma is, is chosen, but that the process is internalized, repetitive, and consistent so that the same language is used throughout the organization and independent teams can undertake redesign autonomously. I think that makes perfect sense. And he closes the article with some wise words, quote, the short-term investments that are required can be surprisingly small because most organizations already have many of the requisite human assets. The most substantial hurdle, it seems, is the change in mindset, end of quote. So yes, changing mindsets is a huge challenge. Many organizations aren't even trying to do that when they focus on the use of lean tools or only training frontline staff. Now, there's a related 10-minute podcast published by the New England Journal of Medicine. And again, you can find a link to that by going to leanblog.org slash audio156. And in this podcast, Dr. Romer more specifically mentions the lean and Toyota methodologies, further highlighting the Toyota idea that I've often talked and written about, the idea that everybody has two jobs, to do the work and to improve the work. That's lean. It's not easy. It's, it's hard work. And it takes time, but it can be effective. Now, I'm happy to see the New England Journal of Medicine acknowledge that as a counterpoint to the article by Groupman and Hartspan. In my recent travels, I've heard 
chief medical officers say that their physicians are often throwing that article by Grootman and Hartspin at them as supposed proof that lean isn't applicable in healthcare. Well, I hope the, uh, the CMOs and others can use this article to help respond to that ridiculous claim. So again, go to leanblog.org slash audio156. You can see the different pieces and responses that I'm referring to here. I'd love to hear what you think. Leave a comment again at leanblog.org slash audio156.